Welcome to the Unstoppable Coach Podcast. I'm Millette Jones, and every weekday I chat with today's most successful coaches, and we learn their secrets to building a thriving coaching business. Are you ready to be unstoppable? Let's go. Welcome to the Unstoppable Coach Podcast, where inspiration and action come together. Today, we're joined by Brianna Riggins. She's a speaker, a visionary coach, and an author. She assists women in releasing life situations that have paralyzed them with fear to help them birth their visions. Through personal coaching, webinars, and workshops, she works to help, she works to help women reassess, reflect, and shift their mindsets to bring forth positive action to produce their ultimate visions into reality. Brianna, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. So before we jump into more about your business, I would love it if you would tell us just a little bit about yourself, maybe some of the things you like to do when you're not busy working. Some of the things I like to do when I'm not busy working is I do a lot of reading. I find relaxation and reading and just having some moments to myself. You know, as a busy entrepreneur, you know, you're always on the go, always doing something. So every now and then I like to steal away and just watch a movie or get a good book, you know, curl up on the couch and just relax and just do some writing. Now, we all love to be inspired by people's journey. So the first part of our conversation is really going to focus on your business journey. So how long have you been coaching and what really led you to get into it? I've been coaching for the past three years, and what led me into coaching was looking around me and finding there were a lot of people who had ideas and uh, things that they wanted to do, but they wasn't sure how to start. They didn't know the ins and outs of starting a business, how to keep it going. And so I started a little group um, called Busy Mommies because I realized that as moms, we do everything for everybody else. But then when it comes time for us, You know, we do it like in the morning before the kids are up or in the evening when everybody's gone to sleep. And so in that push for busy mommies, I realized that I was coaching people. I was pushing them to their necks. I was giving them tools and resources that they could use. And people began to apply those with the actions and they were seeing results. So everybody knows that starting a business always has some ups and downs. So can you tell us about maybe a disappointment that you experienced when you were first getting your coaching business started? I can remember uh, I had a coworker who uh, liked to do crafts. She makes wood things and um, she can pretty much take an idea off of like say Pinterest and recreate it. Very creative young lady. Mm -hmm. And so um, she was a little discouraged because um, working, uh, we work in the school system. And so, you know, we're getting more pressure on us, more stuff you had to do. And she felt like she should be doing something more. So I talked to her and I said, you know, you make these awesome crafts. Why don't you try that? Try a little here, try a little here, and then, you know, begin to build. And then one day, you know, you can come off your job doing and creating your passion. So we set out. Um, The memento was good. I gave her just the simple tools as uh, deciding what you want to make, finding the simplest form because one of her issues was, you know, having money. Mm -hmm. So we had created this, you know, budget and what she could do with what she had right then. And so all she had to do was put it to work. So in the beginning, she was excited. We were 
doing well. And then somehow she lost a little momentum. And then the momentum went from, you know, somebody telling her, well, you're too old to do this. And how do you do this? And you need to take care of this. And so she allowed the issues of life to cause her to put her passion on the back burner and work her nine to five. And so it was a little disappointment because, you know, I have been working with her for the past three years. So as somebody that I knew, um, you know, somebody that I built a rapport with, you know, someone that I share what I wanted to do. And so I thought that we were going to do it together, mm. but that didn't happen. She just dropped it all together and decided that working a nine to five was more important than doing her passion. Wow, that's, I mean, that's tough because you put a whole lot of effort and energy into this person and the outcome that you were trying to help her create for that just to all go away. How were you able to bounce back and and how were you able to take that disappointment and turn it around and, and make your business even stronger? Well, I had to understand that I am called to help people. But people have to want it. And then you also have to be willing to take the action to accomplish your goal. And if you're not, if you don't have the right mindset that you can do it, that you can actually put forth the effort and you feel that you're confident in yourself to do it, then it's a letdown. But it also gave me momentum because I realized that in coaching, you're going to have a lot of clients like that. You know, they start with you. They're good. And then something happens and then they give up. But that doesn't mean that you give up because you still have tools and resources, you know, that are working. And so um, just the other day, the young lady came back to me and she was like, you know, I know I let you down, you know, but I'm ready to start again. So you never know who is watching you because she kept saying, you're doing it. You're doing this. You're doing this. So although she was sitting on the sideline, she's still watching from a distance to see what I'm doing. And she's seeing the hard work, the patience, the passion that's now taking off because I had a continuous mindset that no matter what, I got to make this happen. Right. I, you know, I just heard something recently. Someone said, people are listening, even if you don't know it. So that really brings that home that even though she wasn't really in a place to be able to move forward, she was still watching you and was able to get inspiration from you building your business. Yes. You always have to make sure what you're doing um, is doing what you're called to do. Because a lot of people, and I'm sure you've been in the business for a little while, but you have a lot of people that talk the talk, but they're not willing to walk the walk. And so we need more people that are talking and walking as well. (laughs) Right. So can you tell us a little bit about maybe that tipping point in your business, the point where, you know, you were starting to get clients, you were starting to create things and you really felt like that the coaching business was going to work for you. I I would say um, last year when I decided that I was going to write the book, Um, that was an aspect of my business that I really hadn't really thought about. But as I began sharing my passion and sharing my reason why, a lot of people said, why don't you have a book? Why don't you have this? Why don't you have this? And so the birthing of the book became this journey of me um, creating another aspect of my business that in the beginning I didn't think was possible. Mm. And so it created, you know, confidence and it gave me other areas to, you know, d- dive into and also um, allowed me to become real. 
I was able to share, you know, personal things that had happened that helped me get to this point and birth my business. Hmm. Well, let's talk a little bit about the book. It's In the Depths of My Soul, Woman, Wife, Warrior, Winner. So tell us a little bit about that and how it all came about. Well, that book came about um, eight years ago. I went through a very bad divorce. Um, My ex-husband had cheated on me twice. And the second time I was pregnant uh, with my daughter, who is now eight. Um, And so going through the idea of being a family person and then having it all fall apart within months Mm -hmm. and then having to pick up the pieces with a brand new baby. And I had two other children who were under the age of seven at the time. So having them know, you know, mommy and daddy together and we're happy to this life where daddy is not here. Daddy is gone. Now we have to pick up pieces. You know, I lost my job. And so the book kind of tells about the journey that I went through because in the process um, of going through this journey, I really found out who I was, you know, before the this journey. I was my husband's wife. I was my kids, mom. You know, I was the lady who, you know, picked up and helped, but I really didn't know who I was. And so through this book, we go through the journey of me finding out who I was and then realizing that I could overcome. I just had to keep going. I had to keep my faith in God. I had to keep pushing because my children are under the age of seven. I couldn't just go and drop them off with my mother and, you know, live life as glorious. Mm-hmm. I literally had to pick up the pieces to my life and live for the sake of them. With your book, how do you use that in your business? Is that something that you give to clients? Is that something that you use as a marketing aspect of your business? Well, I do a little of both. When I do speaking engagements or I may do a vendor, um, I like to bless people, people that I see are going through or you know, they need a little pick me up, I'll bless them. But also I use it as a stepping stone to show them that if I did it, if I went through it, you can do it too. And so I use it as part of my, I have a speech um, that I use and I showcase different things out of the book that kind of just showcase that, you know, when you think you're all alone and nobody cares and nobody understands, you can pick up this book and read it and get encouragement. And my blessing is that it will continue or cause you to move and keep moving. Mm, Nice. So what would you say has been like maybe a favorite achievement so far in your business? Um, The favorite achievement in my business, I think, would be um, I just had a meeting with a young lady who I have been friends with forever. And so uh, we have just reconciled back together. Um, And she called me because she was having um, some issues in her life. And she was like, you know, I need to talk to you. I really think you could help me. And so I was able to share some of the things um, in my life and I was able to help her. And now it's like she calls me all the time. She's uh, sharing my book with others. You know, she's telling people about the group that I just started called Sisters Belong and she's bringing people. And so I'm really excited (laughs) that somebody else is excited about, you know, what I'm doing and I'm actually changing the lives of women all over the world. Mm. So is your group, uh, is this an online group or is this an in-person group? Uh, it Right now it's an in-person group. Mm. Uh, we started with four ladies. Uh, we meet three times a month, two in person and one conference call. And we, we have a book that we're reading. And then we also meet to just talk about the book. 
Um, we talk about aspects of our lives. And then I also created a Speak Life boot camp that they're uh, about to embark in because in going through the coaching stage, I realized that a lot of things or a lot of issues that we have are in our mind, but then it's also what we speak. And so our mind has to line up with what you speak in order for it to manifest. Because you can be thinking, I got this, but your mouth is saying, oh, no, I don't got it. Oh, I'm missing this. Oh, I ain't going to never do this. So you have to line up that mind with your mouth so that you can speak so that it can manifest. Mm, Yeah, that's good. I like that. So you've said a few things that you're doing, that you do some speaking, you've written your book, you do your coaching, you've also got this group that you've started. Um, Is the group what you're really working on now? Or or what's, what's kind of next in your business? What are you working on creating next? Well, right now, the group is what I'm working on. Um, I just started, I just completed the aspects of the boot camp. So I will be launching that um, in two weeks. And then I am working on another book or slash journal that I am creating, um, which is called an affirmation journal. Mm -hmm. So I realized that in my process, speaking affirmations really helped me. And a lot of times um, as newbies, we might not know what to put together, how it's, what it's supposed to say. And so I will create a journal that will allow you to keep abreast of what you're doing, kind of keep you on task, but also speaking those affirmations, writing down what you believe, writing down why you believe it, writing down, you know, what you accomplished for this week. You know, what were your feelings when you did that thing? How, did, how great did it feel if you completed the thing? If you didn't complete the thing, well, how did you feel then? And so this journal will be an asset to you accomplishing the things that you need to do in your life. So the journal is something that you're going to be using in your coaching, or is this is something that you're going to release for sale as well? I'm going to release it. I'm going to do a twofold. I'm going to use it in coaching because um, I believe that uh, journaling is a great aspect of coaching. Mm-hmm. It's always good to have a journal, write down your feelings, write down your goods, your bads, your you know things that you conquer. Because when you have those times, um, when you don't want to get up or those times when the world feels like it's coming down, you can open your journal and reflect and get inspiration and empowerment from that. But I'm also going to offer it um, as a separate because there may be some people um, who just need that type of calendar. They want to keep their stuff abreast. They may not, you know, be an entrepreneur, but they may need it, um, you know, to organize themselves Mm -hmm. so they can actually use it as that as well. So I want to shift the conversation a little bit to what's working in business right now. Now, we've already talked a little about your coaching, and obviously you've got the book up for sale as well. So are these the two main ways that you're generating revenue, or is there uh, other things that you're doing as well? Those right now, those are the two main things that I'm using to generating. As I said, uh, I am working on the journal and also have a webinar, which is called Releasing Your Fears. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I'm working on as well. Um, and that's due out at the end of the month. So I'm really excited about that, um, okay. about that aspect that I'm going to add to the business. Yeah. So talk a little bit about the webinar. How do you plan on using that in your business? The webinar, Releasing Your Fears, will be a six-week course that you'll be able to take online. Um, I'm also thinking about uh, doing it live as well, and that you'll be able to go through the different slides, we'll have different homework for you. 
um, takeaways that you, you can take away from it. We'll have a conference call once a month so you can check in and see how you're doing. And so I realized in my coaching aspect, there are some people who don't want to get up in front of a person. Mm-hmm. There's some people that don't want to share, you know, what they're going through, but they'll uh, pick up a webinar. You can do that at your you know, own time, own leisure. Nobody's there. You can take your own time. And so releasing your fears will allow you to, uh, what I call is identify the issues in your life, which is part of your foundation. You have to realize what's in your foundation, what's stopping you, what's helping you to grow. You know, you may have some weeds in there. So in order to release your fears, you have to start at the beginning. And starting at the beginning is making the decision that you're going to release your fears and that you're going to do what you need to do in order to prosper. So are you more of a, like a local coach? Do you tend to get most of your coaching business from the area that you live in or are you more online? Uh, Most of the time it's people uh, local, Mm -hmm. but I am starting to gain momentum for people who are not here. As I said, uh, there's a young lady that's not here. She lives in California. And so she was like, I heard about you and I, um, I'm looking on, you know, online and I'm seeing great things. And so um, we're working on the aspect of bringing what I do in person online. So what would you say is your favorite way of introducing new people to your business? Showing people that how much I care about them before they tell me what they need, loving on them um, where they're at, you know, supporting them, even if it's the little by, uh, I have this thing that uh, I am a person who listens. So you Mm -hmm. can call me up and I'll just listen. You know, there's no fee for just listening. And so I think that uh, helps me in the long run because I have a lot of people who work with me that say, you know, you really supported me. You were really there. You know, you really cared. And so that's my passion. I want to show people, you know, that there is support out there. You, You, someone can care about you care about your feelings, care about what you want and you can accomplish because there are real people out there that do care. So you find that networking with other people is really the best way to get people to learn more about you and to get, get to know what you have to offer? Well, I would say networking. I would say um, I do a lot of vendor events because, you know, I do sell my books. Um, I do do a lot of uh, going out to various things. So I, I'll be on Facebook. And I'll see things that's going on in the area. And so mm-hmm. I'll stop by. Um, I do a lot of uh, social media, you know, going in the various groups, talking to the different ladies, you know, just talking about the various things. So it's a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. But I can say in-person networking seems to be um, key for me right now. So let's talk a little bit about the vendor events. Um, What is that exactly? I don't think I've talked to anybody else that has done those as part of their business. Well, the vendor events, um, I go to sell my book, but I go and showcase, you know, like the journal that we'll have, Mm -hmm. the uh, webinars that we have. And um, I have a, a clause that you have to have the no matter what attitude. And so I get people that come over to the table because they're, well, what is the no matter what attitude? What do you mean by the no matter what attitude? And so then that allows me to share my business. That allows me to share my passion. That allows me to be able to, you know, listen to them. And then, you know, I can say, well, I have this book available as well. And so, 
know, then it becomes a, a selling point as well. And then they want to learn a little bit more about me. So then, you know, there's the exchange of the information. Yeah. So these are business events or just different local events that happen in your area that maybe so women's events, things like that? They're actually a little bit above. They're business uh-huh. events. So um, I go to a lot of wine and sip um, events. I uh-huh. go to a lot of, uh, you know, business events, like, you know, business attire, um, you know, learning about the business. I'll go to those. And then some of them are just a social outing mm-hmm. that I'll go to and just, you know, learn a little bit more about the person, learn about the people, you know, things that are working them and just you know get acquainted with people that I don't know I love to get acquainted with people you know to strike up that conversation and find out about more about people in the room nice yeah that's a really good idea because I think that a lot of people they don't really think outside the box you know they just say okay I'm a business coach I'm going to go to the chamber of commerce and that's you know that's like the only event that they go to but you know it sounds like you're kind of open to anything that comes along where you think you might be able to meet somebody that you can help and that you can strike up a conversation with. You're open to doing that. Yes. And it's all about networking. Um, I always tell people, you know, I go to these different events and because I go to vendor events, you know, people are always looking for vendors. So Mm -hmm. it also gives me a chance to network, but it also gives me a chance to showcase your business because if I go to an event, somebody's looking for a vendor, then I can pass on the information. Well, you know, I was at this event and I met, you know, this young lady, she might be interested in, you know, doing a vendor. And so, you know, it, it, I tell people all the time, you know, it's enough money out there for everybody. I like to share the wealth. So if I can't do it, I would love to pass it on to you so that you can be prosperous and you can fulfill your passion and do the things that you need to do. What would you say would be a piece of advice that you would give to a coach that's just starting out? Something maybe that they should implement right away if they're really serious about growing their business or would there be anything that you wish you had done when you were first getting started? Well, one of the things that I wish that I had done when I first got started is really um, talk to myself about what I needed to do. Um, you know, as entrepreneurs, you always hear those horror stories. I started this business, I spent all this money, and then it flopped. Mm-hmm. And so I wish that in the beginning, I was a little more focused. Because when I started my business, um, I just thought I wanted to be this online person. You know, it was just going to all work, you know, for me. And <laughs> uh, because I had done some other things, you know, how sometimes you can have your uh, hand in a little bit of everything. And then you decide entrepreneurship is it well if I had did a little more research (laughs) um, got a little more focused um, I think I would have been better a better off and some of the things that I endured I wouldn't have endured them Mm. because I would have had an idea of and a focus okay this is what I want to do this is why I want to do it this is how I want to do it and then also um, in the beginning I didn't have a coach which Mm. I think is you know key having someone who's done what you've done or been where you've been, so they can kind of guide you and keep you on task. And I didn't have that at the beginning. 
Mm. Yeah, those are two really good suggestions. Well, Brianna, this has been really good. And I've really learned a lot. And you've brought up a few things that I don't think I have had anyone say before. So that's going to be a lot of good stuff for the listeners to maybe go back and put into practice in their own business. So I would love it if we could finish up with the final five rapid fire questions. What is one habit or skill that's helped you to become unstoppable? One habit that has helped me be unstoppable is having a schedule, scheduling things on my calendar, scheduling the time to do it, and then my follow through. Mm. Good. What's one quality that you think every successful coach needs to spend some time developing? I think you need to develop your personality. You need to make sure that you are an approachable person. Um, You want to make sure that people want to talk to you. You're inviting Um, because you never want to be in business and people say, well, she does coaching. When does she do that? She doesn't look like she's a coach. You know, she doesn't talk to us, you know, like she cares. Are you sure she's in the right business? (laughs) Right. Recommend one book that's had a big impact either on your business or on your life. Um, I am a follower of ET and so um, Eric Thomas, and he has been instrumental in me just motivating myself. So I've read all of his books and sometimes I go back and reread them because you need that inspiration. Mm, That's a good one. Uh, Give us an online resource that you think coaches would love to use in their business and that you couldn't do business without. One of the things I think I couldn't do business without would be Google. All the different aspects of Google, email, um, spreadsheets, Google Drive, just the whole system of Google um, really helped me in my business in the beginning. Because, you know, as an entrepreneur, you don't always have money to spend thousands of dollars on, you know, creating products and putting things together and sending emails. So Google Drive has been awesome. I've been able to use the things in Google Drive and really grow my business without it taking a punch to my pocket. Nice. Now, finally, how can the listeners best connect with you? What social platforms are you on? And give us your website. I am on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, I am on there as Brianna E. Speaks on Facebook, on Twitter, and Instagram. And my website is www.brianna, B-R-I-A-N-A, E. R-I-G-G-I-N-S dot com. And that's www.briannaeriggins.com. And on there, you can go and see me and see what we're doing. And also, please follow me on social media. Well, I'll be sure to get all of those links and all of your recommendations onto the show notes page. This has been such a great conversation, Brianna. I want to thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I've really enjoyed myself. Thanks for joining us on the Unstoppable Coach Podcast. Be sure to head over to the website at unstoppablecoach.co where you can grab the show notes and check out all the resources and the links to the guest website and social sites. And be sure you join us every weekday when I interview another successful coach and we learn their secrets to building an unstoppable coaching business.